when God asks his people to convocate, it's for serious business. See? You might never know what, what you need these words for. Over the week, I was sitting on a, a panel with Pastor B and I was referring to things he taught. Almost everybody on the panel was referring to things he taught as way back as 2007. I was referring to 2010 because I came somewhere 2009. They were talking about 2007. There's nothing God puts into us or invests into us that's a waste. No time ever spent with God is a waste. Never forget that. No time ever spent with God is a waste. So, um, right now, we're going to go immediately into the um, session. So, I have those on YouTube with me right now. I also have those on Instagram with me right now. We've already prayed so I can quickly begin. Hallelujah. So we've been on the topic of faith and it's been 11 powerful days of teaching on the subject of faith. And um, I believe strongly that these teachings are going to catapult you and take you to higher realms of glory as regards the subject of faith. Because you see, faith regulates the atmosphere of the Christian. Yesterday, you know, in attempting to speak about faith, I was looking at why faith, you know. Then, when you, before you ask the question why faith, it will drag you back to, is there need for the supernatural? You know, some Christians have neglected the supernatural. See, some Christians have totally neglected the supernatural. totally neglected the supernatural. They, they don't have anything to do with the supernatural. They say, oh, I go to church, oh, I go to mass in the morning, and I pray, and I come back home. Sometimes when they pray, they're not even waiting for answers. They, are not, they don't even expect answers when they pray. See? Sometimes when they pray, they're not even expecting answers. They are so apart from the supernatural. Even sometimes, when you see the time people come to church, you, can, you know that these people are not ready for anything that's coming from God. Because what are you expecting? Let me show you a scripture. Okay, you guys are distracting me. I'll show you a scripture quickly. Matthew chapter 11, verse 7. He says, and as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitude concerning John. He said, what went he out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaking with the wind? Then in verse 8, he says, but what went he out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. 
But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you more than a prophet. Now, at this time, Jesus is asking a very powerful question. And he was speaking about John the Baptist. And he says, when you went out, what did you go out to see? Because they said, they were asking if John was really a prophet. Okay, let's start from verse 5. You'd, you'd, you'd get it. He said, the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, and the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Verse 6, and blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Then verse 7, he starts, and as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitude concerning John. So he was asking the people. So when you, when you, you, you say who is a prophet, you know, he's, he's actually hailing John's ministry. He says, when you say who is a prophet, he says, when you went out, what did you go out to see? What were you expecting? See, what were you expecting? Question, when you, when you hear, this is a man of God, what are you expecting? That's what Jesus Christ is talking about. He said, he began to say to the multitude concerning John, what went he out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaking with the wind? I mean, what went he, what went he out for to see? In verse 8, a man clothed in soft raiment. He said, were you looking for someone who was dressed nicely? I want to ask you a question. When you come to church, when you go to the house of God, what do you go to see? Like, what are you expecting? When you go to church on Sunday, are you expecting that your life will be built up or you are expecting that, oh, I will come so that they saw that I came or I will come and come and show my dress? You know, sometimes pe people go to these places for different reasons. Some go to church to look for girls. Don't go to church. Look for husband. So when you went out, what did you go for to see? This is the reason why some people can be Christians for 18 long years, 20 donkey years, and nothing happens in their life. Because proximity to the anointing doesn't mean it to affect you. Do you know how many people were seated behind, beside the pool of Bethesda? So many people were seated behind the But the instruction is the one who steps in first will be healed after the angel has stayed. The one who steps in, steps in first. So the question is, what do you go out to see? When you go to church, what are you expecting? Some think the opening prayer is not important. Some think the worship is not important. So they will stand outside till pastor comes on stage. What, what did you come to church to see? Some two don't care. They know they will come 30 minutes to the close of service. They've still come to church. I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's because of your religious upbringing. You were raised religiously. To add to numbers. You were raised religiously to add to numbers. You're not raised... Let me show you a scripture. Pam, padam, padam. You know? I'm trying not to get angry. Because there's this holy anger staring up inside me. Because when you are raised religiously, you just, you, just, you just go to church. You don't even know what you're expecting. 
Jesus asks, what do you, when you go out, what do you go out to see? What are you expecting? When you say John is a prophet, what do you, Then Jesus Christ said, the ones who dress in soft they said they are in king's houses. And in verse 9, he says, but what went he out for to see? What were you expecting? A prophet? He said, yeah, I say to you more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before thee. And Jesus begins to speak prophetically about John. So if you say John is not a prophet because of what you went out to see, that means you were looking for the wrong thing. The Bible talks about a certain first Timothy Second Timothy, sorry, chapter three. Look at verse five. Is it having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof? Is it from such turn away? Say so they have a form of godliness, but they don't have anything to do with the power of God. You know, some Christians think there's no more power in the church. It's a big lie. It's a very big lie. No, don't believe it. At least you can join healing streams tomorrow. You'll see it. There's still power in the church of Jesus Christ. Say, oh, we need your glory, Lord. Your glory has gone. Your glory, Lord. Your glory has gone. The question is, what went he out to see? When you say the glory of God is not in a place, the question is, what are you expecting? I told you yesterday, when we say the glory of God, don't be expecting smoke. Course, can there be manifestation of smoke and all that? Yes, there can be manifestation of smoke. There can be manifestation of gold dust, which has happened in a lot of men of God's meetings, like Prophet Hubert Angel. Manifestation of gold dust. There was a meeting I had in 2014. I think 14 or 15, one of them. Money was appearing in people's pockets. Dollars appearing in people's pockets. They had nothing to do with it. Those are, there's manifestations of like that. But those manifestations truly are just a sign. How many places can you be walking with smoke? You're expecting that as the person is going, they will get the smoke, they will say that, ah, Christians are full of the glory of God. No. God's emphasis is what is in your spirit. So it's because of what they are looking forward to. You see? It's because of what they are looking forward to. So they always seem disappointed by God. And they are always in expectancy of something is coming. Revival is coming. Revival is not coming anywhere. We are in it. Is it I told you about three blindness? Is it possible that God can be working somewhere, moving somewhere, and people will not know? Very possible. A religious mind will tell you, Oh, if God is moving, everybody will know. Nobody will know. You want to know? Jacob said, the Lord has been here and I did not know it. 
So I told you from the, from the first day, the Lord can be moving in a place and you will be there with the people there and you will never experience it because what went you out for to see? What went you out for to see? So we are still on the subject of faith and take 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 the word of god serious see stop holding on to am i against prophecy i'm never against prophecy a businessman came to visit me sometime and was looking forward to receiving a contract from somewhere And he came to me and he was telling me about how he received prophecies that he's going to get a contract. I told him, I don't care about it. I said, I don't care about your prophecy. There's something I want you to do. I want you to pay attention to something. You know, I'm torn between two things. After I finished teaching Christ and Christianity, there are two, two things I want to do. I want, either, of the, either of them, I'll start them in church. Because there are certain things that you have to bring to the understanding of God's people. Otherwise, they will keep being defeated all the time and they will not know what to be paying attention to. All right. So I told him, I said, you know what? When you are in business, the same way in ministry, I don't accept anything anybody tells me I don't believe them. This is all. I'm going to give you 20,000 Ghana City to start a business. And the person tells you, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I know I believe you. Why? Because of what God said concerning man. Jesus Christ said he knew what was in man. He said he knew what was in man. I never believe you. You know what I check? I check my spirit. I check my spirit. In my spirit, if I have the, the go-ahead, in my spirit, if I have the... That is what I will check. If I have the clearance, that's the word. If I have the clearance in my spirit, in my spirit, has it been given to me? If it has not been given to me in my spirit, it doesn't matter what you promised me. Last minute, you can change your mind. You give attention to your spirit. You give attention to what matters. You give attention to the word of God. You give attention to that. I give attention to your spirit growing, or you just want magic to happen. God, please heal me. God, please heal me. Did he tell you he's holding your healing? Religious mindsets. Listen to the word. I'm always excited when it's time to hear the word of God. Because I know I'm about to be taken to another level. Not just, sometimes you might know it, but sitting under it again, the Holy Ghost will now minister to you. You see, 
Okay, we'll get there today. Hopefully. I would like to get there today. See. Hopefully. I'd like to get there today. Lift your hand and let's pray. I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost at this time. I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost at this time. Shebrakura makara stagrande kosake batoske. Sura makaraba santa kabrasko broka broske prakira masunda rabroske bronta kiramando. Shedos karamakaras kabrondas kebrantos kobradila. Prakata kata kata kabroske boko poshete kebakaba. Shekaka kabara sugara babaskori busko brosko boska baramantos kebrande kaba. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Libranda karasangra taluske brandos kobrondaske. Shela baba 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 Shela baba 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 Oh hallelujah 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 All right So first of all we were looking at faith and and it's it's purity Purity of faith. Um, now, remember the subject prevailing faith. So let's go to First Peter chapter one verse seven. I want to see something? Let's start from verse six. He says, "Wherein ye greatly?" Okay, from verse five will make. Okay, I want, I want, I want to teach you something when you are studying the scripture. Um, try not to begin at such junctions. Like, look at verse 7. It says, that's the trial of your faith. It doesn't make sense. That's the trial. What was he talking about? So you try to go back. You go to verse 6. He says, wherein ye greatly. Wherein what? You don't understand what he's saying. So go to verse 5. Who are kept by the power of God through faith. Still not making enough sense. So you go back. To inheritance incorruptible. Still not making sense. Go to verse 3. This can fly. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, this can fly. Now you can start studying from there. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of, the, of Jesus Christ from the dead. You know, that statement there, he had begotten us to a lively hope. That means he begot us to a hope that is alive. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 4, he says, To an inheritance incorruptible. Mm. To an inheritance. So we didn't get born again to be religious. We, we were born for an inheritance. An inheritance is given to an heir. Come on, talk to me. And an heir is most of the time legitimately the one who is born. Like I told you yesterday, you are not... We are all not children of God. We are all creatures of God, but we are not children of God. The children of God are those who are born by God. Now, in your mind, you are thinking to be born means they have to push you in a um, mid, midwife has to collect you in a hospital to let you know that I am born. No, that is not, that's not the standard of birth. That is the, the physical um, system that was given man to reproduce. But birthing being born is actually 
a spiritual thing. And in the spirit, okay, there are, there are reproductions, there are regenerations. You see, angels are not a race because they don't reproduce. You see, man born or, or, or made in the image of God you see, was able to reproduce. That means God reproduces. So, people say that God has a child who is God's wife. You see, you are reading it physical into the spiritual. No. You're supposed to read it spiritual into the physical. You're supposed to ask rather so how does God reproduce? Because once you see it in the physical, just know that there's a spiritual reality to it. See, once you see it in the physical, the spiritual reality. So it's when you see something in the physical, okay. So if man can give birth, that, so the question will now be, so how does God give birth? Because plants reproduce. They don't reproduce the way we reproduce. So you see, the different races reproduce in a different way. So angels don't reproduce to angels so they 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 are in ranks they are in ranks they don't reproduce they don't grow old, you know and because of the way they were that is why when the angels sinned they could not be redeemed because they don't reproduce but man reproduces so, when God now wanted to solve the sin of Adam, he did not just take away the sin of Adam. God did not just take away the sin of Adam. What God now did was now to give Adam uh, or, or man a, a superior life over the sin. So, you look at Romans chapter 6 verse 4. It says, sin shall not have dominion over you. That means you will have dominion over sin. So, has the sin in the world been ultimately removed? Legally, yes. Vitally, no. So what? You now need to express dominion over sin. So, let's go back to First Peter. So, an inheritance incorruptible. That means when we are born again, we are born again into an inheritance. And it says that inheritance is incorruptible. Hallelujah. It says, an undefiled. That means some people are craving for inheritances that are corruptible and defiled. Okay, he said that faded not away. Reserved in heaven for you. All right, that's another day's topic. I don't want to go into this. We'll not get here. We'll not get here. Okay, he said who are kept by the power of God, talking about us through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Verse six. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though for now a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Another day's subject. He says, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Now he's saying, he's talking about the trial of your faith. 
being much more precious than of gold. So he's likening um, Peter over here is writing in a rabbinical way. Uh, anywhere you see much more, Peter uh, Paul uses it a lot, much more. It's, it's a rabbinical way of argument. So he's saying, so he's actually comparing the trial of your faith and gold. So he's saying that, for example, when you you come into contact with gold, it usually does not look like gold. But when it is tried through fire, it comes out sparkling and shining. So by the time it comes out of the fire, what happens is that it is purified. It is purified. When it comes out, it is purified. So he said the trial of your faith, that means faith must be purified. That's why we started talking about, about the things that hinder faith from the beginning. Because some people's faith is not purified. Go to First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. He says, this charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before thee, that thou mightest war a good warfare. Verse 19. Holding faith and a good conscience. Give me the NIV. Give me the NLT. There's something I'm looking for. Verse 19. He said, cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. So you hold to your faith with a good conscience. Some versions say pure conscience. Hold on to faith with a pure conscience. Go back to King James. So that means your faith must be purified. There are things that you would have to take out, you know, of your life as a Christian. If you're going to see the supernatural, if you're going to walk in the supernatural, it says, holding faith in a good conscience, which some, having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. So some people have made a shipwreck of their faith. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Give me the message translation. Verse 19. Is that keeping a firm grip on your faith and on yourself? After all, this is a fight we are in. There are some, you know, who by relaxing their grip and thinking anything goes, have made a thorough mess of their faith. They think anything goes. So they said they have made a thorough mess of their faith. So the first subject of faith is not, you know, see Numbers chapter 32, verse 12. God's um, credence about, you know, Joshua and Caleb, especially after, you know, we, we started from the first day, so you should be able to identify by now. He said, let's start from 11. Surely none of the men that came out of Egypt from 20 years old and upward do you see that? Everybody 
below the age of 20 years died in the wilderness. Have you ever preached to a little kid before? They believe. Anytime I lay hands on kids to receive the Holy Ghost, they are the first to speak in tongues. You lay hands on them, they start speaking in tongues immediately. Jesus Christ said it. He said, except you be converted. Do you know the meaning of converted? That even if you are 70 years old, you must become a child again. You know, sometimes some maybe 40 year old they come to church at Apple City. But they leave. One woman came like that. She said she's leaving because everybody is young. Ha! It is your opportunity. It is your opportunity to be young again. Because he says, by the he said, except Matthew chapter 18, verse 3, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children. What's he telling? <laughs> he says, except you be converted and become as little children. That means you must change your age. Change your stop growing, become as a, because. All the grown people did not enter the promised land, which means all the grown people were the ones complaining. They had seen too much of Egypt. The younger ones, they didn't know much. They didn't know about the garlic. They didn't know about the, the things in Egypt. So they grew up eating manna. They don't know anything apart from manna. There are some of you, probably 15, 16, you have started serving God. You have, there's no telling what is about to happen with your life. God is about to do something with your life. When people say, Pastor Enoch is too young for what he's doing, it is because I started early. I started early. At age 17, I had my first crusade. Except he be converted. Except he be converted. Go back then, Numbers 32, verse 12, verse 11. He says, surely none of the men came out of Egypt from 20 years and upward shall see the land. Hey! So as I grow and the, and, and, and the age is appreciating, of course, I'm in, the, I'm in agelessness, all right? I don't forget to still dance in church. Because the moment I become big man, I'm telling God that I'm old. Except you be converted. I was in a meeting with Pastor B one time. He was telling me. He said, that's why he likes coming to Apple City. He said, because sometimes these old people. Because sometimes people grow old and and all their, their experiences a block. For example, for example, I remember when I was a kid and I, I used to come and share testimonies with my mom that ah, one young guy just gave 10,000. Instead of her to say, glory to God, wow, 
Wow, my faith is dead. The first question is, Onyawayi. Those of you from outside the country, Onyawayi means, where did he get it? I, really? So I said, Mommy, it's not like that. Stop thinking like that. Your mind is so full of, they get things from some Onyawayi. It's so full of that that you can't even, oh. you can't identify with truth. You can't identify with the hand of God. You're always looking for, you know, where's the catch? Can it be God? Because throughout their life, they never saw things like that. It's time to put away your experiences into the garbage and start looking at what the word of God says. So I share the word of God with her. Every time I go with, I go to her, we just share the word of God. You know, after a while I realize her communication was now straightening, was not working. See, because sometimes you can have so many experiences in life that the word of God cannot persuade you. I will come there, hopefully. Because I don't know how long I'm going to keep them. He says, Shall see the land which I swear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, because they have not wholly followed me. They followed, though. They did not wholly follow. Their faith is not purified. There are still impurities in it. They are following no. They are following Moses so, but it was not holy. It is not full. Some people can follow, but it is 40% following, 60% complaining. Uh, we have to go to church. They say we should come. They say we should come. Every time, every time, every time. They say, well, let's go. I'm good now. People can get so used to the things of God, so used to their pastor, that they have a nickname for him. When he's coming up, oh soldier is coming, oh soldier is coming. Of course, I know some people call me poppy. That's that's not wrong. That's not wrong. We are saying, I mean, some people you can see the name they have given the man is to spite him. That's what I'm talking about. Oh soldier, oh soldier is coming. Retired general, retired general, he's coming. See, because they have not wholly followed me. So people are following you, but their, their heart is not fully with God. He said, holding your faith, he said, in a, in a pure conscience. There are some things when you even do self, you cannot pray. You cannot even give the testimony that is from God. You know this one is not from God. So as you are giving the testimony, you don't even believe. Because you know it's not from God.
I want to counsel you. From today, if you don't go to church early, start going early. Because there are angels in church. You see, you forget. You forget there are angels in church. You forget. We forget there are angels in church. Of course, in that positive, if you don't come early, you will not get church. So. No, but the angels in church. There are people who have received certain things because when they enter, the, the moment they, they enter church first and, and they receive something. Now, there are some who, because they come early, and once they come early and people have not come, say, ah, see, 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 I'm coming to wait. No, be excited that you came early. Verse 12. Save Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, and Joshua, the son of Nun. Only two guys who. He said, for they have wholly followed the Lord. Let me say this about the pandemic. I'll never forget it. I've always said it and I'll say it again today. When it started, you know the reason why I say there's no pandemic? There's no pandemic. Let me tell you why. You can call me a conspiracy theorist, but the truth is that it's not because of what they wrote as conspiracy theorists that I am saying this. Because I don't, I don't flock there. That is not, that's not where I get validation from. Let me tell you something. That's not where I get validation. If I want to know what is true, I, I don't read news. <laughs> because there is their report and there is our report. He said, who had believed our report? Every story, if the whites write about slave trade, they will write it differently from the way we will write it. The people who went through it will write it differently. The Everybody writes it differently. The slave master might write that, and I took very good, good care of them, and I gave them work to do. But the slave will write that, they really put me under serious issues. Everybody and what he will write. So I will never give my stance on an issue based on news, based on What people say. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You are, you are, if you say you are, you are worrying yourself, you are, congratulations. I went to pray. I remember very well. I went to Pastor Claude. I've said it before and I'll say it again. When it started and they told us to all lock down, truthfully speaking, I locked down. In fact, I became a conspiracy theorist in my room because I was having different conjectures. Okay, maybe it is this maybe it is god is angry maybe satan is angry I, I was looking at different i was not so one day i was just tired of all this is it is rapture it is this i was tired of all the different probabilities i called pastor Clark, i said follow me and i took him to in the estate i was staying at that time i'm giving you a vivid description now in the estate i was staying at that time there was a tennis court I no longer live there though. There was a tennis court. Then there was a basketball court. So I took him. I said, 
So I took him to the basketball court. I said, I was like, Lord, what is going on today in the world right now? It looked like the end of the world. All of you, bear with me. It looked like the end of the world. It looked like, hey, the whole world can be shut down like this. So I went into the room. I was at the basketball court to pass a clone. I said, so I read a scripture to him. And the scripture said, and Daniel, let me look for it for you. Sought mercies of the God of heaven. Daniel chapter 2. Yes. Let's start from verse 17. It says, Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known. At that time, Daniel, the, the king wants to know something. Something that's going on. So then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions. Verse 18. That they would, oh, I'll never forget this. If I was a close here, he would tell you. I read the scripture. I said that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret. That Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men. I said, I would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret. I told, I said, Pastor Claude, God can tell us what is going on. We began to pray. We began to pray. Not 15 minutes into the prayer, I heard the voice of God. He said, wicked men are behind this, so listen to Pastor Chris. Never forget it. God told me, he said, wicked men are behind this. So if you think that it is a natural pandemic that is going on, I think you should also go and ask God. You don't have to listen to me. Stop listening to the news. They have doctored a lot of the reports. To instill fear. This is not the day to talk about vaccine. This is not the day to talk about it. Those taking the vaccine now, they are having signs, symptoms of COVID. All of them will tell you it's just like the same symptoms of COVID. Body ache. When you ask them, they say, oh, it is a side effect because they have injected um, a bit of the virus, which is not true. mRNA virus, uh, mRNA vaccine is technological. It does not inject the vaccine. It does not inject the virus, which is not true. So, if you do inject you this thing and you will get this side effect, why then? Okay, if the person does that, the person attains certain, a certain degree of immunity. Why didn't they then not allow us to lock down so that we can infect ourselves? We should have infected ourselves. We would have achieved herd immunity by now. Yes, we should have infected ourselves. Because if someone is infected, within a space of nine months, in the space of nine months, the person is immune for nine months. So ignorance is telling somebody who has been infected in a month to go and take vaccine. It's ignorance. Because the person has produced antibodies. For about eight to nine months, the person is immune. Listen, let me tell you this. Many doctors don't agree with what is going on. I know many. 
many pharmacists, they cry their bobo. They don't agree with what is going on. But the way the thing has been structured, you cannot come out and say anything. They will make you look like you are mad. There's a whole family, a whole family. The, the father is a doctor. The wife is a doctor. Their first child is a doctor. Their other child is a, is a doctor in training. They all got COVID. They didn't tell anybody. They just took some drugs at home and they were all recovered. So I asked the man, so won't you come out and say something that this thing is not deadly? I mean, tell people to go and boost their immune system and let life return to normal. The man said, ah, they'll collect my license from me. So you can see people have been shut up in town. There's no pandemic. No pandemic. There's only fear mongering. That's what's going on. Fear mongering. When it started, it said the people are dying in Italy. Who are dying in Italy? Who are dying in Italy? Little did we know that every death was considered COVID. I spoke to a mortuary man. A mortuary man. He told me that oh, now they, when they don't identify the body, they don't know who. Nobody counts for the body that this is when they do add it to COVID. Yeah, so that because COVID, they bury you. So once they say it's COVID, they add it to there. Ladies and gentlemen, your figures that you've been seeing, it looks as though since the vaccine came, the cases have reduced nonsense. Yeah, they are not counting again. Let's go back to this, the... the, the, the scripture. He said, but we have wholly followed the Lord. Wholly follow God. Don't follow God in one thing then. COVID-19 came, you are now following doctors. You follow God, you follow God you follow God. You believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. You believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. When COVID-19 came, you say you are not going to church because they will infect you. I feel sorry for you. It's where you went to church. Where you grew up, that's the problem. I want to congratulate all CYC apostate people. In the time people were scared, we all came to church. It took police for us to wear masks. And nobody's dead. Nobody's sick. It took government for us to wear masks. We did not wear anything. Nothing happened to anybody. We came, we danced. People were angry. We came, we danced. Well, in some churches, if someone sits at the gate, the social distancing, if... Fauci says two meters. They do 11 meters. I know a woman, if you use sanitizer more than her, they will arrest you. Yet she got it. We are here. Listen. 
listen to God. He said, follow holy, holy, follow the Lord. Go and listen to God. I'm not saying listen to me. Go and ask God. Go and pray. Go and ask God. God, what's going on? Holy follow the Lord. So, we came to that point in faith where after you have purified your faith, we are now looking at acting your faith. What would you do? What would you do to act your faith? So, Psalm 1. In fact, <laughs> before they said the, the vaccine, those who have started taking the vaccine, just get ready for multiple injections. Just get ready because it's not only this one. They think they are free. <laughs> they think they are free. <laughs> See, the, the, the laughter I did, eh? Anytime you see me do that, I just know that your case. <laughs> your case is not today, we'll finish it. So, in, in US now, they have taken two shots and they are talking about a third shot. Now they are about to say it's going to be a yearly shot. Ladies and gentlemen, it is cash out, cash out, cash out time. And you are happy. They brought a vaccine to third world country. They call you poorest country. They have brought you vaccine. You think they'll bring you something good? They're moon war. I was even telling someone that, look, even if you don't have faith, I want to tell you that just get infected. Be infected and recover. Be infected and recover. I know people who got, who got infected. Once they tell me, I tell, okay, it's in COVID. This, okay, this, this virus is mutating. So why are you vaccinating people? You said it's mutating. If it's mutating, why are you vaccinating? Because once it mutates, the vaccine becomes rubbish. People are not thinking. They become deaf and dumb. And they are calling us rather conspiracy theorists. We move. We move. We proved the power of God. We went to camp. We had Thanksgiving. We went to camp. We were together. No social distancing. Over a thousand people were in camp. Over three thousand to four thousand were in Thanksgiving. Nobody, nothing happened to anybody. A woman came for Super Sunday. Over ten thousand people. She was complaining. She had a lung problem, so she was, she was, she was thinking she would get infected with COVID. You know? She had a lung problem, so she thought she would get infected with COVID. So she was telling people that they should wear masks, they should wear masks, they shouldn't come to her. They should go on. She got healed of a lung problem in the church. We preached Jesus who raised the dead. Yet when COVID came, we ran away. Oh, men of God.
let no man deceive you. Holy follow the Lord. I'm not saying listen to me. Go and ask God. Go and pray and ask God. What's going on? And the Bible actually talks about listening to two sides of the story. In the book of Proverbs, it said, listen to the two sides of the story. It said, the one who says the story first always looks at his right until you listen to the second side of the story. So if you have listened to what they are saying on the news, why are you not also thinking? The so-called conspiracy theorists, what are they saying? Is it making any sense? you are watching me you have already taken the injection and your head is aching join healing stream tomorrow to be healed of the concussions that have been put in you don't be scared Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever no wonder unbelievers think the church is is powerless because we had our opportunity to prove to the world that the power of God is still real. We chickened out. Meanwhile, if it was left to preaching, we would have gone out and preached. And preached, A.A. Allen, you know, I want to talk to you about the power of God. A.A. Allen, many years ago, and you, they put a virus in his hand, the virus died. A.A. Allen, every time A.A. Allen, every time A.A. Allen. And then when we open church, he said, I'm waiting for the day somebody will die of the virus in your church, and you will know that you are supposed to wear masks. Someone should look for a chair for that guy because he will be waiting for long. Then look for mattress. God, he will be waiting for that. That's, the, that's even if he doesn't die first. There's a song. I live by faith and not by sight. For the things I see are temporary. Lord, I believe. And so I see that I live by faith and not by sight. I live by faith and not by sight. For the things I see are temporary. Lord, I receive and so I see that I live by faith and not by sight. I want you to sing it in your room. I live by faith and not by sight. And not by sight. For the things I see are temporary. For the things I see are temporary. Lord, I believe and so I see. And so I see that I live, that I live by faith and not 
by sight. I live by faith. I live by faith and not by sight. And not by sight. For the things I see are temporary. For the things I see are temporary. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. And so I see. And so I see that I live that i live by faith and not by oh i live by faith i live by faith and not by sight for the things i see are temporary for the things i see are temporary lord i believe lord i believe and so i see so i see that I live, that I live by faith and not by sight. Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe, and so I see, and so I see that I live, that I live by faith and not by. Oh Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe. And so I see, and so I see that I live, yes, that I live by faith and not by sight. Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe, and so I see, and so I see that I live, that I live by faith. Can you believe? Can you believe for that miracle right now? Can you believe for that miracle now? Can you believe for that job now? Can you believe for that job now? Can you believe that you'll be called on Monday? Can you believe it? Can you believe that your CV will be accepted on Monday? Can you believe that that loan will be approved on Monday? Can you believe that that, that, that capital will be given to you on Monday? Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? Oh, Samanko By Monday, many miracles will happen. By Monday, many miracles will happen. Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe now? Can you believe? But by tomorrow morning, that miracle would have happened. Can you believe that by tomorrow morning, your little brother will be walking again? Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? Lord, I believe. And so I see. That I live by faith and not by Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe, and so I see, and so I see that I live, that I live by faith and not by You know, I'm seeing someone, your dad is in the hospital, is like tubes are in his nostrils. Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe that anything is possible now? That as body of believers all online right now are gathered, can you believe that something is happening? Can you believe that something is happening to your dad right now? Can you believe that your dad is coming out of that sick bed can you believe that that oxygen tank is being taken out of his nostrils can you believe 
It's time to believe. It's time to receive. Lord, I receive. Lord, I receive. And so I see. And so I see. That I live. That I live by faith and love. Lord, I receive. Lord, I receive. And so I see. And so I see. That I live, yes, that I live by faith and no I'm seeing someone watching me now. You recovered from COVID, but you've still been having headaches and some pains in your body. I rebuke that pain in the name of Jesus. That pain is leaving you now in the name of Jesus. Now in the name of Jesus. Now in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 that miracle has happened. It has happened. A miracle has happened. Lord, I receive, and so I see that I live my faith and the day you bring your your first $1,000 for Rhapsody. Let me tell you, come with a Bluetooth speaker and play, play it, sing, sing and dance. It has happened. 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 You know, out of these 14 days word seminar, miracles have happened for so many people. I'm not sharing some of the testimonies. Even today, my senior sister who has been joining us from Scotland was sharing a massive testimony. She said, I gave a word and it came to pass. You will share your testimony. One lady was telling me when um, the day I could not preach and we're just singing. It was like she used to be restless before she sleeps and she wakes up heavy. So that day she slept like a baby. She woke up full of joy. That's the spirit praise it's called the garment of praise she wore a garment of praise that day and the garment of praise comes for a spirit of heaviness depression is out of your life if only you can sing Lord I receive Lord I receive and so I see, and so I see that I live, yes, that I live by faith and not by Lord, I receive, Lord, I receive, and so I see, and so I see that I live, yes, that I live by faith and How strong is your desire? That's what we began with. How strong is your desire? Someone.
So remember that we put I use this to illustrate to you. Hope you can see it. Those on Instagram can see it. I'm putting bottles. Can I get two more bottles of water? Yes, yeah, two full bottles of water. One should be full, one should be half full. Okay, thank you. Those on Instagram, I hope you are following. Those on YouTube, I hope you're also following and you're seeing everything that is going on. Now, remember what I said? In the book of James, chapter 1, verse 15, Give me the NIV. Verse 14. He's explaining something about the human soul and the spirit. Right? Human soul and the spirit. I'm sure I'll get some, somewhere today. Then on Monday we take we continue. But I needed to get here today. Now he says, but each one is tempted. Okay, let's start from 13 so it can make sense. He said, when tempted no one should say god is tempting me for god cannot be tempted by evil nor does he tempt anyone but each one is tempted when by his own evil desire is dragged away and enticed verse 15 he said then after desire has conceived remember what i said prevailing faith prevailing faith these four bottles Wait, let me adjust it for the Instagram guys so it can follow. Um, maybe you should just push it back a little. Yes, I think it's fine. Now, this big bottle is faith make sure you are paying attention this is the substance of faith hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 he says faith is the substance of things of so faith is not a religious philosophy you are not trying to reason faith like oh i have faith no i have no 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 no, no. that's not faith faith is a substance by the time faith is in its fullness 
Okay? By the time faith is in its fullness, it would have become substance. That means it is tangible, spiritual. It has spiritual tangibility. Okay. Hebrews chapter 2. We are reading Hebrews chapter 2. Go, go back to Hebrews chapter 2. Verse 2. Sorry, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. That's what we've been reading. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. He says, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. So, he's not talking about an abstract thing. It's not abstract. He's dealing with a real thing because he said, mixed. Come on. He said something they think can mix with something. So it's a, it's a spiritual tangible material. So in Hebrews 11 verse 1, he says, Now faith is the substance. So over here, I'm showing you this fourth bottle is, this fourth bottle is faith. Now you can see that this bottle is full. Look at this scripture, the book of Acts. Chapter 19, verse 19. He said, Many of them also which used curious art brought their books together and bent them before all men, and they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. Verse 20. He said, So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Remember, we are talking about prevailing faith. By the time the bottle is full, we have prevailed. By the time, he said, so mightily it grew and prevailed. So it has to grow to prevail. So you can have a certain level of faith. But it cannot tackle the situation because it has not grown and prevailed. It has to prevail. By the time you, you, you arrive at this fourth bottle, you have prevailed. So what I've been trying to help you get is this fourth bottle. This yellow bottle is a strange bottle. It is called desire. So go, go back to James chapter 1. In verse 15, it says, When desire, in, uh, uh, NIV says, When desire had conceived. Now, I want to say, uh, how, 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 how do you say that a desire is involved? Because, truly speaking, Jesus said, Whatsoever ye desire, when you pray. And he made that statement right after. He said, whosoever shall say to this mountain. So he was still dealing with the topic of faith. Whatsoever ye desire, when you pray, believe you have received. So he's still talking about faith. So it's always that to desire. He says, when desire had conceived. What does it mean, conceived? It means when I, it has come to its fullness. So before this faith can prevail, desire must prevail. 
because we are still coming here. But you see, desire is still not enough. I told you, desire is the longing of the soul. And desire expresses himself in three main ways. It expresses in thoughts, in emotions. And what's the third one? I hope you are writing. I said, it, it, it desire expresses itself in thoughts, in emotions, and in imagination. You are so full of it. So full of it. Then, from there, from there, you must now move because desire is in a raw state. We are processing to this one. When desire had conceived. So, when at the state of desire. Now, sometimes, like I said in Three Nights of Faith and Power, you will need time for desire to conceive. Sometimes it can happen in a split second. I told you in spiritual things, you don't consider time like that. You are only dealing with laws and principles. If condition is met, we move. If it is not met, we stay. <laughs> it's as simple as that. So, when desire had conceived... When desire had conceived. So you are, you, we, you're working on desire. That's why I told you there are, there are things that feed desire. Like information. Information feeds desire. Anything you're exposed to all the time will affect your desire. So desire really is like a blank check. The unbelievers had desire. It's also called passion. Unbelievers, believers have desire. So it's like a, everybody. It's like a, a, the, the little capital God gave everybody. It's an interest. See, I desire to do the work of God. The only thing is that when you become born again, the Holy Ghost begins to affect your desire. So Psalm 1, verse 3. In Psalm 1, verse 1, bless the man that walketh not in the castle of the godly, nor stand in the way of the sin of the sin, and the stone of Here we have purified faith. In verse 2, he says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Delight, what's there? Desire. So you see desire there. But then, it does not end there. When desire had conceived, something happens. You now go into, and in this, in, is that delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate. You will have to move from desire into meditation. This guy here, is also called meditation. He will also have to prevail. It doesn't matter how many days. So you see, this one pours himself into this one. This one too pours himself onto this one. End result is we have to get to this. Until all these conditions are met. I said all this can happen in a split second. It can also take time. So, When desire conceived, you come into meditation. Now, in meditation, this is where the, a lot of Christians get, the, the, get it wrong. There are two kinds of talking. Because now you have come to the place where you say and it comes to pass. 
you say and it comes to pass. So a lot of Christians are used to saying on the outside. They go outside and they just say, by faith, I'm the richest man. That can be a problem. Because there are two kinds of saying. Book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 9. Let's look at, let's start from verse 18. Nineteen. Okay, let's start from 18. He says, while he spake these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, my daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. Verse 20. And behold, you know the story. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years, came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, there is saying to yourself Matthew chapter Mark chapter 11 verse 23 In Matthew chapter 11 verse 23 it says for verily I say unto you that Soever shall say unto this mountain. So there is saying to yourself and there is saying to the mountain. Some Christians confuse saying to yourself to saying to the mountain. So they say what they are supposed to say to themselves to the mountain. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I said, they say what they are supposed to say to themselves, they say it to the mountain. And that's a very big problem because if the word that you say to the mountain, the word you say to the mountain has to be the word that has prevailed. So, look at here. He said, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. So, what is the work of the saying to yourself? Your heart. You are dealing with your heart. Because if you say to the mountain, when you have not dealt with your heart, you will say to the mountain, it will not happen. So some Christians say, I said it, it did not happen. You did not deal with your heart. So before you walk out and come and say, I am saying to this thing, have you finished dealing with your heart by saying to yourself? Look at the same story, Mark chapter 5. 
Mark said something very striking. Verse 28. Look at NIV. Yeah. Okay. I won't give you a translation so you... Okay. Um, New American Standard... New American Standard Bible. I won't give you that version. Then you look for also the International Standard Version. I'll give you that version too as well. New American Standard Bible. No, you, that, what you have there is not New American Standard Bible. Look for International Study Version. International Standard Version. You don't have it. Okay, so I'll read it from my Bible for you, so you can go and check it later. In the New American Standard Bible, it says, For she had been saying to herself, It says, For she had been saying to herself. So it's not, Okay, I believe. Mountain, move. No? Before you got there, it says, Shall not doubt in his heart. So, have you dealt with your heart? There is a saying that you are, there's a saying that, that the work of that saying is to fill the bottle. That one is meant for your spirit. Desire is the longing of the soul. Emotion. It's not spirit yet. Soul. Mind. Will. Intellect. It has filled your brains. It has filled your mind. You're always thinking about it. I'm going to do this. You're always thinking about it. Then you now start dealing with your spirit. With your spirit, thinking will not be enough. She said within herself. She said to herself. There, your spirit is now involved. She said to herself. That New American Standard Bible says, she kept saying to I'll read the International Study Standard Version. She said, because she had been saying, she had been saying, oh, 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 that makes me understand what Pastor Chris has been saying. Keep saying it. Don't stop talking it. Keep saying it. Don't stop. So you wake up in the morning. I'm a successful life. I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of water whose leaves do not wither. But whatsoever I do prosper. You have... What are you doing? You are meditating. I don't think meditation is close your eyes like this. That one is called quiet time. Meditation, the word that means to mutter. Mutter. So, saying to yourself, I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. You know what you are going to do? What you are doing, actually, you are fulfilling something. You know, Hmm. quoting scriptures is good though, but that is not what prevails 
quoting the scripture is not what prevails. Yeah. No, I'm giving you the most practical things to faith. As you keep saying to yourself, To start saying it because sometimes you will be shaking on the inside as you're shaking on the inside because of that that means you have not gotten here the the faith that will prevail over a circumstance is the faith that has prevailed within you that's why he said and they shall not doubt in his heart because once it has not prevailed within you it cannot prevail against the circumstance the faith that will prevail against a circumstance is the faith that has prevailed within you We'll close here for today. Monday and Tuesday, fireworks. Fireworks. We, are, we, are, we, we turn off the roof on Monday and Tuesday. I'm now entering into meditation now. Well, this is just the prelims. So we go there. So this has moved here. We are still here. Last, last, we want to get here. Lift your hand and thank the Lord.